The Secrets of Star Wars is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. Hi, this is Vanessa Marshall. I play Harrison Dula on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to the Secrets of Star Wars podcast. May the Force be with you always. You're listening to the Secrets of Star Wars. Hello there. It's a power that Jedi have that lets them control people and make things float. Impressive. Every word in that sense was wrong. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I find your lack of faith disturbing. It's against my programming to impersonate a deity. That's not how the Force works. Force is with me, and I am with the Force, and I fear nothing. Remember, the Force will be with you, always. Hi, I'm Andrew Hermes, and you're listening to The Secrets of Star Wars, where we talk about everything connected to that galaxy far, far away. From movies to books to TV shows and more, we're looking at the deeper themes and meanings found in Star Wars. Today, we'll be discussing Tales of the Jedi, specifically the Count Dooku episodes. And joining me today is Josh Bigley. What's up, Josh? Hello, I'm happy to be here. Happy to have you. So we're uh, coming off a uh, a pretty well-regarded, I guess, you know, in most respects, uh, uh, I guess most critics and and I think a lot of us here on the, that are involved with uh, Secrets of Star Wars on the panel enjoyed Andor. Uh, I can speak for myself and say that I enjoyed the series quite a bit and, uh, uh, but now we're taking a break from that until we get a season two of Andor. Uh, and there'll be plenty in between that. Um, and one of those shows uh, is Tales of the Jedi, uh, something that got released. I think I, I don't remember when it got released. I, I think it was either around the same time as Andor or in the middle of Andor. I, I forget the timeline of it, but I think it was after a few episodes. Yeah, that that sounds right. Like after the first arc. ish. Yeah. Um, uh, it's an interesting uh, series, at least uh, conceptually. It. it we get to have a sort of uh, deeper dive into uh, Count Dooku uh, and his backstory, and uh, also with uh, Ahsoka. Um, two popular characters, I would say Dooku, obviously not quite as developed as Ahsoka's character in, in Star Wars, uh, I guess, live action and animation. Um, but uh, it's, you know, one of the more intriguing uh, villains uh, in the Star Wars universe. Uh, we get to see uh, sort of the origins of of uh, how he rose to become a villain and, and switch over to the dark side. We get to see some of his days as uh, Qui-Gon Jinn's master. Um, and uh, getting to see a side of him we've we've never really seen. Uh, just going off of uh, the prequels and and what we get what we get there. Um, we get three episodes dedicated to him. We get three episodes dedicated to Ahsoka, and and on next week's podcast we'll we'll be discussing uh the Ahsoka episodes. Um, but yeah, just uh, your overall thoughts on the series. Uh, what did you think of the these six shorts uh that we got? Um, uh, before we uh, dive into the three uh dooku specific episodes oh i absolutely love them so 
I'm probably one of the younger people on the podcast. And so like my childhood was watching like the clone wars and, um, the prequels. Oh yeah. And just, just seeing, seeing them sort of come back and developing those stories a little bit further. was really nice to see, especially in the animation style that I, you know, would go, come home from school and just turn on the TV and just watch on Cartoon Network. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not quite as young, young as you, but I'm young <laughs> enough to where, yeah, I came in with the prequels and Clone Wars and all that. So I, I, I'm kind of in the same boat uh, as you are. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I like how they were kind of just bite-sized episodes. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a series like this could easily, you know, have a lot of filler uh, episodes and, and, not, and lose focus on uh, the sort of characters that they wanted to uh, take a a deeper look into and especially with with a character like Dooku uh, like I mentioned we don't really have a lot of backstory on him uh, in the, the uh, live action or animation universe so uh, it was nice to to get to see uh, some depth added to his character some uh, because you know when we when we meet him in the prequels, it's like he's just he's a villain, uh, he, he, um, and uh, he's uh, doesn't have a lot of screen time. But the screen time does, that he does have, he 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 does have quite a presence in the in the prequels. Um, uh, he's played by a brilliant actor, and and uh, you know it, you could see that there there was obviously history between him and and Qui Gon's character and. Uh, getting to see that, getting to see Ahsoka as well, um, uh, getting a little more uh, backstory and depth into her character. Uh, it was a great series. Uh, easy, it was an easy watch. I think it was smart for them to release it uh, during a series like Andor, where it's not really competing with it. Uh, it's uh, something you can kind of watch. Um, you can you watch all six episodes and, and like a in an afternoon um, or just kind of watch them on your, on your own time. I kind of, when it first came out, I just kind of watched them, you know, whenever I had time and it was easy to rewatch the Duke episodes today to prepare for this podcast. Um, but for like all the reasons you said, I enjoyed the animation style. I enjoyed the, uh, the, the stories that they told. And uh, it, I mean, it, for, and for, for shorts and, and for being animated, it, there was a lot of motion packed into, uh these stories especially in the final dooku episode um yes, certainly yeah so I, I i i really hope they they do more of these uh with with different characters um i, I hope this was successful enough uh for for them to want to do it again at some point uh so i i'm look i would look f- very much look forward to that so yeah i really really enjoyed it so the first uh we're here to talk Dooku, and and in the first episode that we get Dooku, it's it's uh, it's the second episode of this series, um, and it's it's called Justice. Uh, it opens with uh, Qui Gon and Dooku on a on a rescue mission. the The son of a senator has been kidnapped, and uh, you know they're just there to save this so called son of a senator, and uh, it's not as the situation is not as uh it gets a little complicated i mean they 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 get to this uh they get to this town and they realize that that the 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 townspeople were basically in on the <laughs> this abduction uh 
uh, and and they they you know Dooku realizes that okay the senator is pretty corrupt and they had a reason for this sort of abduction it was kind of like a last resort thing that they had to come to um so you see the sort of seeds of Dooku sympathizing with you know these i guess you could call them rebels um you know rebelling against the 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 quote unquote system the 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 republic uh the uh, the senate um and uh you know Dooku stood with the people and and he said you know we 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 serve the the people of this republic and and uh the senator uh, argued that the Jedi exist to serve the Senate. Um, so, you know, Dooku had a major problem with that, and Dooku was, uh, easily took on the Senator's forces, and, and, and you see him tapping to the dark side. Uh, he almost kills the Senator. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we get a little taste of that in this episode. So, uh, yeah, in this first one, we get, we get sort of the, I guess a crash course into what will eventually turn Dooku over to the dark side. And, and it comes from a very sympathetic, uh, sort of place. Uh, it's, you know, people being treated unfairly, uh, that could trigger anyone. Um, and, uh, we see here, um, it triggers him in a way that, that, that allows him to, to sort of access the dark side for the first time um and uh dabble in that area so what did you think of this first episode um and uh and all the events that took place i thought it was really interesting i mean just sort of like the main sort of aspect of it was dooku recognizing the corruption of the senate i also thought it was really interesting in the like the sort of like bar scene i guess you would call it where he's like let me make my intentions clear puts his weapon on the table he's like i'm here for this Right. Which, I mean, like, for a peacekeeper, it seemed very interesting to do. But, yeah, it was it was sort of just continuing on the lines of seeing him, like, having him acknowledge, like, how much corruption in the Senate there was. But then also sort of there was Qui-Gon, his apprentice, and sort of seeing how they took two different approaches to it. Dooku immediately went to anger and disgust from it and wanting to kill the senator. Mm-hmm. And then Qui-Gon was trying to keep the balance, keep his master calm and have like the sun save him because like, obviously what they were doing was not okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, it was interesting. Yeah. With, with Qui-Gon, you know, having the sun go and uh, intervene and, and save his, his father, the, the Senator uh, where Dooku is just on the brink of, of killing him. Uh, uh, Dooku realizes that, you know, he even admits to Qui-Gon that, um, that Qui-Gon acted wiser than, than he did that day. Uh, so he, obviously he's not quite yet fully dark side count Dooku. Um, so there is, uh, a shred of hope for him. Obviously the, <laughs> that hope is lost because we know how his character ends up, but, uh, w- we see the sort of, that way, the sort of thing we see in a lot of Star Wars characters is that that classic like battle between the dark side um and and the light and and trying to figure out like you know is the Jedi way the right way um is 
when you see these sort of injustices happening to people, it's it's very tempting to 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 go to the dark side. Um, it's it's a it's the 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 most classic Star Wars lesson you could you could tell. Uh, it's um, when you could solve things so easily, seemingly by turning to the dark side, and not being able to turn the other cheek or you know be the bigger person uh, that the Jedi way sort of encourages. It, it it really does a good job of of showing that sort of struggle that he has and um. Uh, it's, it also, it it adds complexity. It's like, okay, this guy obviously was coming from a good place. Um, he, he just, he's, he has, he wasn't always this sort of menacing, uh, mean, uh, villain. Um, and this episode does a good job of just establishing that. So it was, I think it was a good way to, to start out. Yeah, I'll definitely agree to that one. It, it set him on the path without directly making him a bad guy immediately sort of to like slowly show his descent still in a, in a very short span of just like, Hey, he's starting to not enjoy like how the current state of like their entire government and how their whole government, I get how their whole operation is working. Cause it's not just obviously the Senate. It's more than that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, well, you know, Andor obviously does a good job of this as well. Um, it's it's just showing that there's you can look at people on 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 both sides, um, and you can see like the the people of this town they 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 had to resort to such a to to do something so drastic as to kidnap the senator's son. Um, it's because you know they they don't know what else to do. It's it's again it's a last resort sort of thing and. Uh, like okay, who cares about breaking laws when people are uh suffering injustices? If people are starving, if people are, you know, uh, there there's poverty. You know, there there's violence being directed towards them by by the people that are supposed to protect them. Um, it adds a dynamic and a complexity to to the to the lore. Um, that uh you know, allow, allows us to sort of have discussions like this and, and, and talk about like, you know, and not everything's so black and white. Um, it's, it's not like, Oh, the Jedi are just here to, to save the day, uh, just doing, going about it the, the Jedi way. Um, it, there's, you know, there's, there's people that are struggling out there and there's no one to save them. Um, and, uh, when you look at the Senate, the, 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 and the senator, the senator specifically in this story, who is supposed to protect these people and 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 uh, put these people in a position to to thrive, um, you know, they, he's just doing the complete opposite, being corrupt. So it it, it adds that that empathy factor um, that we as an audience can can sort of relate to and and see that like, oh well. No wonder, like someone like Dooku ended up turning out to be the type of person that he ended up being. That's very you can see very easily how how this sort of corruption can can you know corrupt a soul. Yeah, and sort of so what that was like how little like the senators even really knew, and it take, took them like being kidnapped and actually brought back to like their home world to sort of acknowledge like 
we really haven't been taking care of them and like how now is like the sun's mission like the next generation to sort of be the better person and have to step up and again that that sort of also relates to Qui-Gon if you look at it too it's like he's also still having to be the better person over his master who's trying to kill the senator (laughs) (laughs) right and yeah and then obviously we know Qui-Gon is a heroic figure um and uh we we know that's in his character to sort of act that way. So it's 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 nice to see that, you know, even though Qui Gon had a master that was sort of struggling with his sort of place and you know as a Jedi and and then how he was reacting to these encountering these injustices. Um, obviously another one he's going to encounter in this in the second short that we're going to discuss. Um. It's nice to see that someone like Wagon was able to rise above that um and uh sort of uh not lose his way and uh it it just it also adds to Qui-Gon's character uh in a way we could see like wow like there 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 is even though his master was corrupted it, it didn't allow him to be corrupted so it just says so much about him uh, so speaking of the second short, uh, this one focuses on uh, a mission with Dooku, but ma- with Mace Windu this time. Um, and it's sort of a similar thing. I mean, they go to this uh, uh, town, uh, planet uh, called Raxus, um, and they're there to retrieve the body of a fallen Jedi. So like the first one, the people of the planet, they're not happy with the treatment <laughs> by a corrupt politician <laughs> in the Republic. Uh, and they lash out by killing a Jedi. <laughs> uh, and so Dooku and Mace, they, they, uh, they fight through this ambush and they, they realize that the, the security detail, not, not the, not the people that are rebelling. Uh, they were the ones responsible for the Jedi's death. Um, and Dooku, he was obviously angry by the death of a, of a, of a fellow Jedi. Um, but he, I mean, he saw where he saw the truth uh, to what the guard was was talking about, uh, um, and uh, you know, he's being accused of being a, a lab dog for the Senate. Um, you know, Dooku, you know, he didn't want to admit to being that, but he saw like again where the where this ideology is coming from. Like he he saw. He, he saw that there were like, okay, this, this security guard, uh, you know, his, his ideology is a little, little faulty, but, but he can see that, that he has points. Right. So again, we we're we're getting just little bits and pieces of, of Dooku's sort of turn. He's like, again, he's, he's having, he's sympathizing with these people. He's seeing like, again, like with the, you cannot trust the um the republic you cannot trust the these politicians um and then what kind of helps boils him over more is that you know you have mace windu who's you know the perfect jedi he follows orders without question and he gets promoted to the jedi council okay so that we see that push dooku further away from the jedi order um so all these things are starting to pile up. Um, so, what did you think of this uh, this 
the second episode of uh, of Count Dooku. Yeah, um, I thought of it more as an episode regarding the corruption of the Jedi this time. Sure. So, um, so the guards, the, the senators' guards, were saying how this that the the Jedi were Senate puppets, doing their bidding and stuff, and so it sort of defined like what is actually right, you know, like what the senators are saying or. You know, these people who actually need help while the senators out here making profit off of their, their world. Um, and obviously, Windu got the seat on the councils. And so it sort of helps solidify that in Dooku of like, they don't have the right ideals. They're more worried about sticking to the mission, um, doing what they asked rather than actually finding out what is truly right in the situation. You know, and then I also like the little prison scene in the episode mm-hmm. where Dooku was actually talking to him and trying to get more information. And he was like, you are absolutely right in what you did, even though it killed a Jedi. It, you know, like you're, you're trying to bring about change and trying to do what is right. Yeah, just sort of like keep, keep on developing the fact of the Senate got corrupt anyone who's now tied to the Senate is getting corrupt and something needs to happen about it. Yeah, it's, it it really does, uh, you know, put the Jedi order, um, like up to a mirror and, and, uh, and say like, Oh, you know, someone you, you see, you see like where Dooku is, is sort of coming from is like, well, what, what are we doing here? Like, why, what, what, why, why are all these injustices happening? And we seem to be a part of it. You know, we seem like we, like you said, like they're, they're puppets. They're, 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 they're just doing the bidding of the, of the, of the Senate. And it's the people in the Senate that are, that are corrupt. It's, it's, uh, it's sort of backwards. And, um, you balance that with someone like again with like Mace Windu, uh, you know, you see someone like him who just does everything by the book, and is such a loyal part of the Jedi Order. He obviously ends up taking uh, the the council seat that uh, the the fallen Master Jedi Katri, uh, yeah, Katri seat on the council, and um, you know, obviously. You know, we we find out at the end that, uh, you know, that there that he was surprised that he was appointed that seat. He didn't he he didn't know that that was coming. And 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 Dooku was like, you know, what? Why was it? You know, was I? You know, one was wondering if he would be you know a choice for that that seat. And you know, Windu says, uh, Windu followed the rules, and Dooku didn't. I mean, did he? He he interfered in a way that led to the Senator uh, Lyric's death, um, and ultimately, that's probably what cost him the 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 seat. Um, so again, you're seeing like uh, it's a good it's a good balance of like, well, you know, I can see where Duke was coming from. Like, obviously, there's something that needs to happen between the Jedi and the Senate. Um, he he has that sort of uh forward thinking 
um because we eventually know what happens <laughs> we uh, what ultimately happens uh uh after you know in the during the prequels and after and after the prequels but we uh we also see that like you know dooku the way dooku handles things isn't always the correct way and and at least to some to someone dying and you know at least you know windu has to someone like mace windu has to work within these sort of machinations and and work within the system to try to do good and you know someone like like mace is smart enough to know like yeah like there there are corrupt politicians there are there is corruption in the senate um you see a lot of scenes like especially in the prequels like with Yoda and, and the Jedi council where like they have to sort of approach things very carefully and um, not saying that all their decisions are perfect. They're clearly not, <laughs> but they, they have to go about things in a way that, that are not going to get innocent people killed um, and are going to resolve uh, things in a, in, in a way where it, it sort of, uh, you minimize the risk of uh again innocent casualties um and and trying to do things in in in, in an ethical manner um we see again time and time again uh the 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 jedi the former jedis uh who were impatient and wanted to take things into their own hands obviously anakin being the ultimate example uh like wanting to just have as much power as possible as as a shortcut to try and make things right. Obviously, that that never ends up <laughs> uh, the way that they they sort of uh, uh, thought it would um, wh- when their intentions were were still good. Uh, it usually ends up when you whenever you turn to the dark side, it's you're gonna have a dark ending, right? Unless you revert, uh, unless you have some sort of redemption at the end. So, um, so yeah, I thought it was another, another good sort of episode that, that, that clearly shows that, that sort of, again, that struggle and the, where he's coming from and empathizing with, with, uh, you know, the, the townspeople and, and, um, realizing the corruption, uh, and then we see a little jealousy at the end, obviously with, uh, between him and Mace um, and the Jedi Council seat. But yeah, I thought it was a good entry. Hey, did you have any other thoughts on, on this episode? Not really. I mean, it, it again, it was just kind of showing like he's sort of slowly starting to fall more into the descent considering now the order itself is crumbling and becoming corrupt. Yeah. He obviously doesn't want to see that happen, but like going into the mission he knew he didn't necessarily know it was going to happen but he has his own sense of justice in his mind and how he has handled things of actually trying to understand the people and sort of being like a true moral person of trying to understand and be empathetic towards the people and that's not what the Jedi want, you know. That's not really matters. What matters is the people up top, and 
it, it's sad to see, obviously, in a story. And it makes you sort of feel more empathetic towards Dooku. Just because it's like, you know, you see that like he's trying to do his best but and trying to take care of the people. But he just can't do that because the Jedi don't want him to. Right. Yeah, the Jedi yeah, like to, they like to, yeah, they like to not interfere <laughs> um, a lot of times because they, again, someone like the, the wisest Jedi I know, like that, that there's just too much temptation uh, to, to take power into their, take matters into their own hands. And they're just much too powerful and, and much too tempted by uh, the dark side to, to take that risk. Um, yeah, so we'll moving on to the final episode, uh, aptly titled "The Sith Lord." Um, we find uh, Dooku at the Jedi Temple, and uh, he is there to uh, access some files on the planet Camino, and he deletes all the records uh, <laughs> from the Council Library. Um, so right off the bat some shady stuff going on. <laughs> um, and he sadly learns that uh, Qui-Gon Jinn, uh, during his battle with uh, Darth Maul uh, on Tatooine, he learns that Qui-Gon Jinn dies. Um, and uh, obviously that's ha- Qui-Gon being his, his uh, Padawan that that is like tragic news for him. And uh, we see him, uh, we, we see uh, Master uh, Yaddle in this episode. Um, uh, voiced by Bryce Dallas Howard, <laughs> uh, which is really cool. Um, and uh, Uh, we see, uh, Dooku visits the, when Dooku, obviously when he realizes that Jin, uh, fought the Sith Lord Darth Maul and then realizes that he, he passes, uh, he, he visits, uh, so Dooku visits the great tree and then, you know, Yaddle joins him and, uh, and they meditate and, uh, we, we, we see Dooku, uh, recalling a time that he used to bring Qui-Gon to this tree when, when he was a boy and Qui-Gon was fascinated with the tree. He's, uh, cause he's, cause Qui-Gon was born on, on a planet, you know, of steel and stone, um, uh, like, like Coruscant and, um, uh, you know, Yaddle tells Dooku that the Jedi council is leaving for Naboo to attend the funeral. And then Dooku says he's not going, uh, cause he says, quote unquote, he, he would not be pleasant company. <laughs> um, so some self-awareness there. Uh, but, you know, he asked, uh, Yadal asked du- Dooku if, uh, if, if he holds the council responsible for, for Qui-Gon's death. And, and he says that, um, you know, Jin has become one with the force and then it, it's time to let him go. <laughs> uh, and, and Yadal questions if Dooku could leave without uh, attending the funeral and, and um, Dooku heads to the Jedi temple hangar. Yeah. He, uh, he boards a speeder and then he leaves and Yaddle follows Dooku and her, and her own, her own ship. And 
Dooku goes to uh, to the Sith Lair on Coruscant. Um, Yato, Yato follows Dooku uh, and, and parks nearby. So this is where we see Dooku confronting uh, Sidious. Um, he's like confronting him for letting, you know, how could you let Darth Maul kill Qui-Gon Jinn? <laughs> uh, Sidious says that both of them have lost an apprentice um, and that uh, there are bigger goals here. Um, trying to get Dooku to see a bigger picture. And then Sidious says that the galaxy will not be, you know, this whole thing about, oh, there will be sacrifices and, um, you know, kind of, you know, brainwashing uh, Dooku little by little. Uh, Yaddle uh, infiltrates the building. Dooku says that, you know, Jin could not have been, uh, could not have been an ally. And, and, and Sidious said that Jin would have been an ally. Uh, and then Dooku asked Sidious if he's questioning his loyalty. And um, Sidious confirms that. Uh, so Sidious that requests that that requested Dooku to delete the the files on on Camino. And uh, Dooku says he's done everything he wanted, and he says he's gonna ask him more. Uh, ask him to do more because they, they if they if he wants to succeed and um, Dooku like uh, admits that he's betrayed everything and everyone he's known. Um, Tidus compliments him on his loyalty. Uh, Yaddle is hearing all this. Uh, Dooku again, we he's upset that many had to die uh, because because of all this, and Sidious tells him that's the price of. That's the price of freedom. Um, then Yaddle finally interrupts. Uh, Sidious asks Dooku if, if he's betrayed him. And Dooku says that uh, that's not the case. And uh, Yaddle's trying to reason with Dooku. Tells, uh, you know, tells him to help her to, you know, like forget about everything you've done. You know, just, just help me out here. <laughs> uh, Dooku points out that that she's aware of of his actions and uh, by you know being in the service of of Sidious and then there's this whole thing where Sidious is telling Dooku not to believe Yaddle. Yaddle tells Dooku that you know hey you can make up for any of these crimes just 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 help me here <laughs> help me take down Sidious um, and Sidious reminds Dooku that. Um, uh, you know that he's disillusioned with the Jedi. He's blindly serving the a corrupt Senate, and you know it's all these little, all these little like things that we saw in these last two episodes, like bringing up the corruption and 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 like he he needs to be loyal to you know to Sidious because there's a bigger task at hand, and that he needs to kill to kill Yaddle. Um, but Yaddle's still like imploring, like, hey, we can still make things right. Then we get the big lightsaber duel. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, Yaddle is still like, you know, uh, saying like, I'm on your side and, 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 and that, you know, that she stepped down from the council and, 
you know, saying Duke was right about so many things, like, again, about the corruption and, like, you know, Qui-Gon didn't have to die. Um, but, you know, Dooku, uh, you know, Yaddle hides and, and, and Dooku uses a force, pushes the starship that she's hiding behind. Sidious laughs because he knows what's about to happen. They, they're in this lightsaber duel. Um, Dooku asks her if she's heading back to the council. Yaddle says that it's Dooku who, Dooku's, you know, Dooku's like saying, oh, you're going to run back to the council. Yaddle's like, no, you're the one that's running to the, to the dark side, to, to, to Sidious. And they have this intense lightsaber duel and, uh, Dooku uses a force to lower the gate and, and crushes Yaddle to death. Um, yeah, Sidious tells, uh, his, now apprentice that he's done well and tells him to rise and uh but yeah all survived uses a forest lifts the gate <laughs> um shines a light on dooku the wounded yaddle stumbles into the hangar and falls in her last moment she looks up to dooku and when dooku says that he only wants to bring peace and order to the galaxy he had all counters that so many have already suffered for what he calls order. Duke offers to bring her peace and strikes her down with her lightsaber, killing her. And Sidious watches in the darkness. Um, so that is sort of a beat by beat rundown of the whole episode. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I wanted to focus uh, on this one because this one, obviously, it's just packed with so much. Um, and there's so much emotion there. Uh, uh, obviously, we have the the death of Qui Gon, and we have you know we we see uh, uh, Sidious's involvement here um, with his sort of corruption of Dooku, and and we we see how he uses uh, again all his good intentions against him, um, and we see uh, uh, Yaddle um, trying to. You know, clinging on to that last bit of hope uh, before Dooku completely turns um, to to try and, and and get him back and and to 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 defeat Sidious, uh, but obviously that was not the case. So, uh, what did you think of this episode? Um, what did you think of uh, the the f- the final uh, story we have of uh, Count Dooku, where we see? the complete turn towards the dark side. I really enjoyed it. Um, I liked sort of like the small things in the beginning before, obviously the passing of Qui-Gon where like they had that small little interaction. He was like talking so highly of how Obi-Wan is there now as his apprentice. And he was like, I'd love to meet him one day. And then obviously the first time they meet is in attack of the clones, whenever he gets trapped. Yeah. It was just a, it was a nice little like Easter egg to that one of sort of being like you always spoke so highly of you. Um, I really liked that, and it, I enjoyed the rest of the episode. Sort of um, at the tree with Yaddle, um, how he, um, he has to let go, and he's following the Jedi way of not having attachments because you're not supposed to be attached to 
like your apprentice and like like a son kind of thing. And he definitely, I think, blames the council for the death of Qui-Gon, which also probably doesn't help. Um, but, I don't know, it, it's just that idea of him actually still trying to follow the the original Jedi way of that like so many of them have actually lost it's just it's time for him to move past the death um and then going into the fight um like, yeah the, the fight scene um palpatine's always questioning his loyalty because obviously that's how the dark side works is whenever the time comes the apprentice is going to kill the master and take his place so he's always going to be questioning and making sure that he's truly loyal to him. Um, Dooku was... Palpatine told Dooku that he had a greater loyalty to sort of like just bring order and not actually to his master. He's using his master as a means to get there. Because all he wants is just to restore the peace and have the people of the Republic be happy. Um... I thought it was also a little bit ironic, too, that he was complaining to Palpatine about corruption whenever Palpatine is the one right. causing all the corruption. <laughs> um, I don't know, it was just a little bit of irony in there, and I was like, why Why would he tell like the, the Dark Lord of the Sith about corruption? He's like, he's the one who invented it. <laughs> um, but then, whenever Yaddle showed up, she sort of acknowledged that the council was doing wrong and that she was actually going to listen to Dooku's, Dooku's words. And that's why she stepped down from her spot. And then um, it didn't really work out so well for her. <laughs> Unfortunately. It was nice to see Yaddle too as a character and sort of develop more. Just sort of bringing in one of those like background characters you saw in the first episode. And you're like, who's this person? And then you get a nice little story. Oh, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, Yaddle was was definitely a pleasant part of this episode. And um, yeah, getting to see more of Yoda and Grogu's species, <laughs> uh, you know, someone outside of Yoda and Grogu, um, getting a little backstory and, and some uh, depth into that character um, is a very pleasant sight. And obviously we see her serving a pretty crucial moment um, in uh, Dooku's character arc, uh, you, you could say the obviously the full turn to the dark side was uh, when he kills her. Um, and yeah, I mean, the episode was great. Like you mentioned, it, it, it packs a lot of emotion and there's a lot of cool Easter eggs, obviously with that, that opening with that interaction between Qui-Gon and Dooku during uh, the Phantom Menace. Um, and uh, it, it show it has a good job of showing that, like you know, Dooku, uh, obviously, like deleting those files. He's kind of he's doing stuff like shady stuff, like in the shadows. But he um, did it so open there too, because like he just walked yeah. down some random aisle, yeah, and just deleted the file, and no one was no one was there. Well, he's not supposed to be there, so yeah. uh, like no one dares to go to that part of the the library, mm-hmm. um, but. Uh, yeah, you're you, you know he's doing some shady stuff, and 
so again, you're, it's, it's, it's throwing, again, these are shorts and it's trying to tell like this, this sort of, uh, journey of Dooku from going from, you know, master Jedi to, uh, Sith apprentice. Um, uh, so yeah, obviously for the sake of, of, of time and storytelling, you know, we're getting these little bits and pieces and, you know, it started with, uh, you know, him questioning, uh, the Jedi Order and and uh, seeing corruption happening to innocent people, you know, uh, at, at the hands of the Senate. Um, and then we see these little tidbits of him doing uh, shady stuff like deleting the location of Camino. Um, and then we see him with, with Sidious. Uh, and then uh, obviously that the interaction between with him and Yaddle where he, he sort of uh unleashes his and 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 sort of vents about like all his frustrations with with the council and and how uh you know he has this corrupted view of of how to achieve peace you know by working with with someone like like palpatine and uh thinking that that's gonna make things better and um you know yaddle imploring and 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 trying to you know it's again we see this with with a with a lot of uh i mean we see it with obi-wan and anakin where you know obi-wan is is desperately trying to uh you know that when when anakin's at sort of at near his his full turn you know obi-wan is is grasping at any sort of last hope of of good in him you know we see that we see ahsoka do the same thing with anakin um but like Dooku says in this episode i'm afraid it's too late you know it's always, you know, the, 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 whenever, whenever we see, uh, um, you know, a, a, a Jedi in this sort of like situation, um, you, you know, unfortunately a lot of times it's, it's, it's too late. They're just too far gone. Um, and that's obviously the case here with Dooku. Uh, and, um, yeah, that I thought, you know, it's, uh, Again, for for a for a short series, you know, with the emotion that that it packs and and with the Easter eggs and uh, you know, it, obviously it's it's surrounding events we're all familiar with um, from the prequels, like like Phantom Menace and and uh, everything surrounding Order sixty six. It's nice to always revisit that era and and sort of see. Uh, you know, get a deeper understanding of of you know the Jedi's um their self righteousness um was really the 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 cause of 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 Dooku's loss of faith in the Republic and the Jedi Order. Um, you know, it it really he wasn't so much corrupted. He was just he 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 just again has sort of that that savior complex, um, thinking that that he he had a he knew better and that he could do things um differently but unfortunately he chose to uh to be in cahoots with someone like Sidious and we all know how that usually turns out um so yeah I thought it was a great great arc for him uh it it makes him an even more intriguing uh villain if you you go back and rewatch uh, the prequels it adds sort of another layer to his character um 
so yeah, all in all, I, I, I enjoyed it and, uh, I can appreciate, uh, his character a little more. Yeah. That episode also, I think really ended it well going into the, um, the prequels then, because it was just kind of like him killing Yaddle and saying like, if I can't bring order, let me at least give you peace kind of thing. It was just like, no matter what, he's going to try and see, see it through. Even though it was obviously killing her, it was like, he's still going to do his, do what he can to bring some sense of peace and order. I don't know. Um, he's just an interesting character in general too, because whenever he's like seen as the villain in like the prequels, he's not really a villain. He's just a Jedi who's kind of lost his way, it seems. And he's just trying to do what he can for his master. But obviously in the end, he was just another pawn. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, I think that, 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 uh, that about does it for our discussion on, on uh, the Dooku episodes. Um, you know, before, before we wrap things up, uh, do you, are there any like other characters you think, like let's say they do a season two of Tales of the Jedi, like maybe are there any other characters you can think of that, that you might want to, you know, see mm-hmm. uh, some backstory on or. Well, there's a lot I could think of. <laughs> I'd love to see something like Obi-Wan's background stories. Like I've seen a couple like comics yeah. and legends and I would love to see something like that. Um, Kiati Mundi and Plo Koon from the. Oh, I would love yeah. to see something about them because they're just sort of like there, but I'd, I'd love to see more about them. Um, Palpatine would also be a really great one. Yeah, because j- just sort of seeing him with his master. <laughs> yeah, like I, I would love, I would love for them if they if they do another Tales of the Jedi sort of thing. I would love for them to to do another villain. So I think Palpatine would be great. I mean, Darth Maul would be great. I mean, we get a lot of his, we get, we get a lot of, you know, a lot more stories with him and obviously in the Clone Wars, um, the animated series, but, uh, it'd be cool to go even further back, um, uh, and, and see a character like him. Um, but yeah, Obi-Wan would be killer. I mean, it'd be nice. It's cool. Like someone like, someone like Dooku, like, or like Jango Fett, you know, like, like characters, where we don't really get a lot of live action. Like they're kind of like, you know, they have like their, their sort of memorable scenes from like the prequels, um, you know, or, or characters that are even in the original trilogy or, or the sequel trilogy, you know, characters that kind of just, you know, leave a mark, but they, they don't have like a major arc. Uh, I think, I think uh, any, any characters sort of like that, where the character is like intriguing. Um, obviously we, we, when you expand on on someone like that like like with a boba fett like you find him finally getting a series um you know it's it's cool to see like just more from them um and i think in this sort of animated uh short sort of sort of thing it's it's uh it's easier to have success um because you can you can keep the stories tight um you can obviously include a lot of Easter eggs and, and, and utilize characters that, that are sort of fan favorites or, or characters that, that fans have always been curious about um, and, and, and leave some surprises in there. So, uh, you know, like with a series like Boba Fett, you know, that was sort of like, I guess, mixed between a lot of Star Wars fans. You know, some, some episodes are better than the others. You know, with something like the animated series, there's sort of like a, 
low risk, high reward sort of thing. Uh, I think you could, you could sort of do sort of have with these characters and, and telling these stories. So, um, yeah, certainly. And like one more thing with like the shorts though, is that I've heard a lot of complaints about like how they sort of jumped too much and you couldn't really get a true sense of it, but I'm like, it's a short, <laughs> it's a short. <laughs> so you're not supposed to fully under like see the development, but it's more so telling a story of someone that you're supposed to see how they ended and more so what's going on. That's sort of leading them to go to that point. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and there's just too much going on. I mean, we got, we had Endor, we had bad batch coming up. <laughs> yeah. Man and Lorian's going to come out. Like there's, there's really not like room for another, you know, show that, that, that has a bunch of episodes and is trying to tell this grand story. It's we're lucky to get these, you know, this is sort of like a bonus. So we should just be happy that we're getting, you know, all this star Wars content. Um, and you know, I, for one, just, yeah, I'll, I'll take anything they throw at us. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. The, the, the short, the, the shorts and, and the concept of doing these shorts, I think are, are really good. And, and I think they're, you know, they're, these episodes are like around 15 minutes. I think it's a perfect amount of time. You know, to tell a story about, again, these are not like, uh, like a character like Dooku is not like this groundbreaking character in Star Wars. I mean, he, he's, he's just a cool, intriguing character. And then like with, with Ahsoka side of it, we have so much Ahsoka story and we're getting more Ahsoka, uh, in live action in her own series that, um, you know, whatever, whatever we get in, in the animated shorts is just like, it's just an added treat. Um, so we should, you could there could definitely be like ahsoka fatigue if there, if these were like longer and and it was just all about ahsoka so uh, i think i think splitting it between two characters and, and having these sort of bite-sized episodes um was the right way to go about mm-hmm. uh sort of a, a series like this yeah certainly i'll agree to that one <laughs> yeah so uh before we uh end things here, we just want to take a moment to thank our patrons who make it possible for us to create secrets of Star Wars, including Christopher A, Daphne B, Joseph L, Skyan O, and George T. Their generous donations at sqpn.com slash give make it possible for us to continue the secrets of Star Wars and all the shows at StarQuest. You can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. And just be sure to subscribe to uh, to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you wherever you get your podcasts, um, or on the SQPN YouTube channel. Uh, to find previous episodes of Secrets of Star Wars or to send feedback, please visit sqpn.com slash Star Wars. You can email us at starwars at sqpn.com or follow StarQuest on social media at facebook.com slash starquest media or on twitter at sqpn you can also join our discord community at sqpn.com slash discord again we'll be back next week to uh discuss the ahsoka episodes um and until then just want to thank you for joining me and sharing the secrets of star wars josh thank you for having me and i am andrew hermes and thank you for listening to the secrets of star wars on starquest Hi everyone, this is Dom Bettinelli, CEO of StarQuest, with a special message as we approach the Christmas season. 
This past year, the StarQuest Network has continued to expand our mission of exploring the intersection of faith and pop culture through our many entertaining and informative programs. Now we need your generous financial support to reach new audiences with more of the life-changing and uplifting programming we've been creating for more than a decade. That's why it's very important that we hear from you this Advent and Christmas, the time when nonprofits receive most of their support for the year. If you are already a supporter of StarQuest, we thank you and ask you to prayerfully consider increasing your support at this time. If you're not yet a supporter, please become one now. Every gift counts. Could you give $15 or even just $10 per month? Whatever level of support you can offer, please show your support for SQPN this Christmas. And remember that your gifts may be tax deductible. Just go to sqpn.com give. That's sqpn.com give. May God bless you this Advent, and may you have a blessed Christmas season.